Aloha, this is One God Church Online's podcast. I'm Reverend Enoch, and I have your title, Don't Be Blinded by Balance. A lot of us struggle with this. We're trying to balance our lives from, you know, this Christianity to, you know, the secular life. We're trying. No, nobody can read the Bible for 24 hours a day. It's just not real. And the way that we've used some ministers and people out there, that, that's not real. They actually are real people, just like you. They make mistakes, just like you, just like me. Nobody's perfect. You know, the Bible says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. You know, and none of us are righteous, not even one of us. And we walk around like this sometimes. You know, you can only walk one way. Stop trying to multitask your direction in life. You can only travel in one direction at a time. In the Bible estates here in Proverbs, uh, 14 12 there is a way which seems right to a man and it appears straight before him but its way ends in death yeah and some translations say in its way ends in hell yeah and so we have this we have this idea that we're in control in the in the reality of the situation is is that you know we're not in control of our life you know, when you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you, you said, okay, I'm going to follow you, Jesus. You know, and some of us maybe still don't even understand what's going on. And as we evolve in this and as we grow as a Christian, you know, we could see that I'm to put off the old self. You know, all those old ways I'm supposed to push to the side, all that, that negative ways of thinking, all that I'm in control of my life thing, and, and realizing that I gave all that up. You know, I gave all that up when I started walking with Jesus, following Jesus. To be a follower of Jesus means to leave all that stuff behind. Wait, wait, wait. I, I need to bury my mother and my father. And Jesus said, well, let the dead bury the dead. Now, that's pretty graphic, but Jesus wasn't playing around when he's saying, follow me. And, and the idea of us having control, we, have a, we had an illusion of control. God is in control. Why would Psalms 23, and why does the Bible completely tell us of so many? You know, Psalms 23 opening up, you know. Yeah. What does Psalms 23 say to you? Yeah. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Now let's just stop right there. The Lord is my shepherd. Wait a minute. Sheep don't lead their self. The Bible will speak to you and it will give you all the answers you need. Yeah. We are led by God. And so as we come into this message, I pray that you're blessed by it. Heavenly Father, we come into your presence. We ask that if there's any demonic activity trying to hinder this message, that you'll wipe the scales from our eyes. Open our ears so we may hear, Father God, our eyes that we may see. And we pray that you will just, uh, uh, just a spiritual earthquake, Father God, to just literally shake everything that would have a hold of us, tearing down the strongholds in our life, uprooting all the seeds that the, that the evil one may have planted around us to disrupt us to, to stop us from moving into our destiny in the mighty name of Jesus all hindrances and all blockage and all negative mindset help us to empty our cup father God right now to just empty our ways of thinking empty the thoughts that we want to say the things that we want to uh, think father God that we could just empty our cup and come before you and holy awesome God and hear your word faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God so there is a way in Proverbs 14, 12, again, will, re will remind us of this scripture. There is a way which seems right to a man and appears straight before him. 
but its end uh, it ends in the way of death there there is a way that seems right to man mankind that means woman too all of us yeah so and we're like well wait a minute i i i, I had the right idea it seemed like the right thing to do to start this business. It seemed the right thing to do to start this relationship. It seemed the right thing to do to walk out on all these people. It seemed the right thing to do to, to you know, lash back out at these people after they offended me. It seemed like the right thing to do. All those things lead to death. All that negative mindset, all that I'm in control, all that ego, all that, all that thumping stuff that just makes a hole in the universe, a hole in the world. A hole in you and maybe a lot maybe more than we would want you know so we can't get devoured by all the hocus pocus we've got to focus yeah we've got to focus Ecclesiastes says in 3 uh, chapter 3 1 through 8 for everything there is a season in a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to, to refrain from embracing. In Proverbs 11.1 1 is also saying, you know, and, and we're talking about this, don't be blinded by balance. In Proverbs, uh, it's, it's wild right here. In Proverbs 11.1, 1, it's saying a, a false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a way, a weight is his delight. A just weight is his delight. Yeah, so a false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just way a just weight is his delight. So if we have these scales and we have this feather of the dove of Christ, you know, here on this scale, and then we have all these things we want to do. We're trying to balance our life. We're trying to manage, you know, this 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 life here. We're trying to get some kind of balance, straddling the fence, some would say. You know, it's like, I want to do all this, you know. There's nothing wrong with watching TV, you know, uh, going swimming, doing going hiking, doing activities, living life. There's nothing wrong with that. The, the thing is, is when we, when we get, when we get too absorbed in this and then it, be, it ends up being this false teaching that's out there because there is false teaching about balancing your life. You can't live in two different worlds. You can't hold, hold hands with the devil stepping into the, your destiny. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't, you can't hold hands, you know, you can't have your, hold hands with your past, you know, hold hands with your past and, and play footsie with your, your present or, or vice versa. You know, something has to go. In Matthew 36, 33, and 34, it says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Therefore, you know, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious about itself, sufficient for the day of its own trouble. You know, here we are trying to manage a life that we have an illusion that we are in control. God is in control. Again, let us let us not forget that God is in control. And we're stressing ourselves out trying to manage something that we don't have control over. The only thing that you have control over is your emotions, is your feelings. And the thing is, is that we are mismanaging our feelings. We're, we're feeling, I feel this way, I feel that way, I feel angry. 
And, and the thing is, is you aren't managing your anger. Your anger is managing you. You aren't angering your self-pity. Your self-pity is angering you. You aren't angry. You know, you aren't uh, managing your annoyances and, and all these things and your aggravations. And you're not managing your pain. Your pain is managing you. So if, and, and the thing is, is that we become hypersensitive to, to all this stuff. And then we're, we are expecting people to say things that they're not saying. Or when people do say things, we take offense to it because we're in our feelings. And so we damage everything around us because we're stuck in our feelings. And we could very well miss out on the best season of our life in this season of our life. So a lot of us get caught up in that too. We're like, okay, seasons, man, I'm going through this season. I've been going through this, through this season for years. Wait a minute. Okay. God wants to let you know something. There's a difference between seasons because seasons are, are, are governed by time. You see, so a season has its time. It's clearly, God shows you that every year there are seasons. You have your seasons, no matter where you're at, there's still seasons. There's a rainy season, there's a dry season. You know, there's a cooler season, there's the extreme hot season. There's, you know, you still have seasons. You know, all over the world things may be different. We don't may not have the winter that everyone gets to experience or some people get to experience, you know. But there's still seasons. And so and so those are seasons and they are governed by time. Now cycles in life you might be going through the cycle. And the thing is, is that we've been calling it a season when it's a cycle because that season, that was last year. And yet you're still going through that? That's a cycle, man. That's a cycle. So, so we're going through a cycle. And the only time a cycle changes is when we change. So, so there's got to be something that has to change there and it's you. You have to change the way you're thinking. You have to change the way that you're feeling. You have to change the way that you're dealing with stuff. The way that you're dealing with all this stuff around you. You have to manage your feelings. You have to get out of your feelings and get into the Word of God. Say, oh wait, I'm saved. I'm going to be fine. Man, if you don't read the Word of God, you're not going to get anywhere. And if you don't change, you'll never get anywhere in life. You're going to be at the same position talking about, I'm in this season. I'm in this dry season. I'm never going to get out. God wants to let you know that there's a way out of this. If you could just get out of that negative mindset and and, quit, and just let go. Surrender to Him. Yeah? Surrender to Him. You know, and seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all these things will be added unto you. So stop stressing yourself out over money and just follow me here with these uh, scriptures. Write them down. Pause this and go back and write these down and let them bless your life. For instance, let's go here to uh, Philippians 4, 8, chapter 4, 8. I'm using the American Standard Version, you know, here. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, Whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is co commendable. If there is any excellent, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Yeah, isn't that awesome? So if we're trying to wonder, you know, wait a minute, how do I balance? Well, right there you go. Finally, you know, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, in all your ways acknowledge Him. Yeah, if you're acknowledging God, you're not going to be doing something that's out of you know, out of the context and it's it's where it's going to bring trouble in your life and, and it's a sin or something. And then we start moving further away from God. And, and it seems right, yeah, but it ends up in the pits of hell, yeah. In Hebrews 13, 5, the Bible states clearly, keep your life free from the love of money 
and be content in what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Now for some of you, this is put here because that's what you worry about is the money. And that's what you stress out. And that's what you think you have control over by putting all these things in your life. And and you're, you know, and then you're trying to go multitasking and multi-directional when you can only go one direction at a time. Yeah. Let God bless you in this. Praise God. Yes. Holy Spirit, speak in Jesus' name. Ephesians 5.15 says, Look carefully then how you walk. Not as unwise, but wise. God is speaking to you. These, these are these are things that you can use. These are verses that are extracted and put right here for you on display so that you could see that there is a way made for you because there is a way maker. Yeah. And, and we'll come into that here in a moment. Romans 12, uh, 2 is saying, do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. That is by the testing that you may discern what is the will of God and what is good and acceptable and perfect. Wow, that's balancing, yeah. What? Where is the scales tipping now? Praise God. Philippians 4.13 saying, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. We're going to need strength. The Christian walk is tough. Life is tough and it will show up. Oh, and its face will not look pretty sometimes. The Christian walk is by far one of the hardest uh, training uh, segments, one of the hardest paths that you could ever take. You could go and, and you know, try to try out for rangers, seals, or whatever you think. You can even be, you know, whatever country you can go and try out for these triathlons, all these things that you can do. And it could be tough training, you know, UFC, this, 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 all this stuff you could try out for. But I'm telling you, the Christian walk will be far more challenging than anything and everything that we've ever been through. Yeah, it's it's we need to learn how to walk all over again. Yeah, it's difficult. Yeah. So Philippians 4, I could do all things. Philippians 413, I could do all things through him who strengthens me. Wow. You know, Colossians 317 is saying, and, and whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to the God, the father through him. So, so now there you go. We've, we've, uh, there's not going to be anything there that would separate you from the presence of the Lord. There's not going to be any garbage in your life because you're, before you're doing anything, you know, you're going to give thanks to God. And Galatians 5.22 is saying, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, and kindness, and goodness, and faithfulness. Yeah, isn't that awesome? Proverbs 16, 11. Now we're, there's a lot of uh, scriptures here, but they will bless you. They will bless you. Proverbs 16, 11. Uh, as, as a just balance in the scales are the Lord's, all the weights in the bag are his work. Wow. There's some eye openers there. Here we are trying to balance the scales. Well, should I be doing this? Well, should I be doing that? The just balance is when you seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. Should I be doing this? God, I, I need your wisdom on this. And God will come to you. God loves to give you answers. When you call on him, he comes. He loves to give wisdom. He loves to give wisdom. 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. 
For all of that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of, in possessions is not the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along its desires, and but uh, whoever does the will of God abides forever. The, the world is passing away. He has come to bring life. He has came to bring life, life abundantly. And John 5.30 is saying, I can, I can do nothing on my own. As, as I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just because I seek not my own, but the will of the, uh, the one who sent me. And so we're judging in this situation, looking, but biblically, there's a standard there. I, I can do nothing on my own. I can do nothing on my own. I, I need God. I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I him, you'll bear much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. And we're trying to do all this stuff on our own. We have this false sense of control, this illusion of control. And we're, we're just, we're burying ourselves in all this stress and pain. And then our feelings show up. And then we get lost in our feelings and we mismanage them. And then we mismanage our life. Yeah. And so we need some pointers. We, we need things like uh, 1 John 4, 1. Uh, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are of God. For many false prophets have, you know, gone into the world and, are, and goes out into the world. You know, in 1 in, 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 uh, uh, Corinthians also 6, 19. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. You are not your own. You're, you, you, here we are with back this, this illusion of control again, just continuing the Word of God speaking to us. And also in 1 Peter 5, 8, be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking to someone to devour. And it's easy to, it's easy to devour when we're caught up in our feelings because we're going to be over-emotional, hypersensitive to things, and, and life is just going to get destroyed. And we're going to destroy other people's lives. Do you have a reason to be angry? Yeah. Do you have a reason to be aggravated? If so, why? What is your reason? Do you have a good reason to be aggravated? Do you have a good reason to be angry? Oh, you're in pain? Oh, you had a bad life? Do you have a good reason to feel the way that you're feeling? Because that's a question God would ask you like he asked Jonah. Why are you angry? Do you have a good reason to be angry? I believe that's what God is asking us. He wants to, he's wanting to show us that we are stuck in our feelings. And he wants to bless us. He wants to answer your prayers. And it's sitting right before you. But you're so clouded by your feelings. You can't get to that gift that he's given you in life. Maybe it's right inside you and it's just crying to come out. And, and we can't get there because we're stuck in our feelings. It's ironic. In John 8, 32, and you know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And my friends, brothers and sisters, powerful women of God out there, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. You are powerful. You are a miracle waiting for a place to happen. You are about to step into the best season of your life. In this season of your life, and, and yeah, I know, I know you've heard it. Every message may say it. Good. That's great. We need to hear that. We need that encouragement. 
because there's going to be seasons. But this cycle that you're in, you have to change first. If you want to get out of this cycle, if you want to get out of that slump, I'm sorry, it's not a season. It's not going to be governed by time. You have to change. And it starts in your mind. It starts in your mind. For everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. There are seasons for those things, you know? Our limitations demarcate the line uh, of, what, of, what we, of what we can do. Uh, because we, have, we may have limitations and have various uh, limits to, to what we can do. And, and when we come to that limitation, God is not limited. You see, my friends, the God you see is the God you get. If you're seeing the carpenter, you're going to get your house fixed. If you see the way maker, then a way will be made. If you see a God exactly the way the Bible says that God is, and you believe in that, and you stand in faith, and you are caged in the hope that an awesome and a holy God can just rain into your and can take rain into your situation, can come there and touch you. If you have the faith to stand up for that and realize that, wait a minute, okay, I get it. Yeah, I wasn't in a season. I'm in a cycle. And now we can change the way we're thinking. And we can change the way we're feeling. We can ultimately change the world around us because there are other people involved in this. What we say matters. Speak positive things, positive affirmations to yourself. Because whenever you're in your feelings, no matter what direction you're going, they'll always lead you down. Manage your feelings or they will manage you. God loves you. God chose you. And there will be nobody that will ever love you as much as God loves you. No matter how many mistakes you make, no matter if you're just angry every day and you can't let go, God loves you so much that He can change everything. He, he can change everything just to get to you because He loves you that much. You're that important to Him. He doesn't want to lose. What shepherd would want to lose his sheep? The Lord is my shepherd. You don't have control. God's in control. There's nothing to fear. For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. God is calling you today to come out of this cycle that you're in. It's not a season. Now you might be at a dry place and you need some water in your life. Maybe we've been watering things that we shouldn't be watering. That's why that's not working. God didn't say water that. The Bible said, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. God's trying to show you, I'm in control. Will you just look to me? I'm going to give you everything you need. I'm going to provide you with everything. And you're stressing yourself out over all this, all these things you need. Money, position, status, all this stuff. You need a car. You need a house. You need this. You need a wife. You need a husband. You need a relationship. You need a relationship restored. It's not you need a new wife, a new husband, a new this, and new that. You need to be restored. Right where you're at in your life. And God can do that. Heavenly Father, we come into you in prayer and we ask you to meet us right where we're at. 
If we're in a dry place, a dark place, Father God, bring us light, bring us rain. Come, Holy Spirit, fill us, Father God, in Jesus' name. We pray for a spiritual earthquake, Father God, to shake everything loose, Father God. In Jesus' name, shake all the demonic warfare off of us. Shake the evil latching claws of all the demonic forces, those that will be held, anything that could be held against us in the courts of heaven, that has its claws in our life, generational curses, generational sins. In Jesus' name, may we be set free. May Jesus speak on our behalf. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. May you be changed. In Jesus' name. May you be changed. In Jesus' name. Accept it. Believe it. Everything you've asked for. That God gave you the desire to ask for from the beginning is coming into the open but you need to change so that you can embrace that and embrace what God has put inside you you've always been the miracle life is full of quitters and it's not you it's not you may you walk into this dark world carrying the light of the gospel forevermore